Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate yeah. to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. It's hard to escape gender stereotypes when it starts before your child is even born. The blue and pink divide comes out at the gender reveal, in baby clothes and, of course, in toys. But kids will often subvert these unknowingly by choosing to play with what they like. And that's what Anne Stott's new picture book, Want to Play Trucks, is all about. Basically, it's illustrated by the wonderful Bob Graham. And in these pictures, you've got two children could be any gender. One's playing with a truck and one's playing with a doll. The whole story revolves around how they come together and play and spend the day together with no problems at all, really. She joins us on the line from the United States. Hi, Anne. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, thank you. What inspired you to write this book? Um, It's actually a friendship between... um, It was my son's very first friendship when he was around three or four. He met a boy in preschool and they hit it off and that's where I got the idea. Um, my son is now 18, so it took a few years to kind of, <laughs> yes. uh, kind of get it out of me, um, but it's inspired by that particular friendship. And the book, it has no pronouns at all. Why did you choose not to give the kids a gender through, through language, I guess? I wanted to keep the story very simple and pure because that's what the friendship was. Um, Two boys who were clearly very, very different. um, Immediately, you could just look at the two of them and wonder, how could these two ever get along? So I wanted to keep it very simple. I wanted the story to just um, kind of evolve without in a more natural way. So I didn't want anything to get in the way of just the purity of their friendship. I have to ask, the two little boys that, that inspired this original story, are they still friends? They are friendly. They um, just both went off to college. We live in a very small town, so always bumping into each other, very friendly toward each other. But around middle school, um, my son, you know, he just gravitated to his thing, which was anything with a ball, football, <laughs> um, baseball. And the other boy was, you know, becoming the lead in the school theater productions. So they took two very different paths. One's off at art school and one just got a scholarship, you know, for sports in college. So, so they took very different paths. But there is a connection, um, definitely still, but they're not super, not as tight as they were when they were in preschool and through elementary school. How fascinating, though, for you. I mean, was writing this book a little bit nostalgic for you, given that was your inspiration and now your son's at college? I'm feeling nostalgic just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yes. I knew that when they were friends, um, it was a special, you know, the way they communicated, the way they interacted was um, without any kind of judgment or there was never any um well, why do you do that? Or why do you play with, with dolls? Or why are you interested in fairies? Why are you dressing up like that? There was never any of that until they got a little bit older. So it was it was sad in some ways for me to watch their friendship 
kind of change over time, but I recognized how special it was when it was happening. I kept thinking to myself, is this going to end? Will it end? Will it change? How will it change? Will I still be friends with his mom? Which I am. I'm still good friends with his mom to this day and, and support her son and everything that he wants to do. And she's interested in what my son's doing. So we still have that friendship as the moms, but the boys definitely have, have changed. So it is a bit nostalgic for sure. And this book is really so beautifully demonstrating the innocence of children and how they don't, like you said, they don't judge each other. They just get on, they play, and they find ways through those things. As you saw them change, I'm just interested because I only have small children. Do you do you think that their friendship changed because of the influence of outside pressures and peers, or was it just a natural progression as they grew up? I think it was both. I think there definitely is pressure once you get to be a certain age. And I think I saw it start to change when they were maybe seven or eight. Um, I could see that, you know, their interests were changing and the expectations that I think they, they put on themselves and how they thought they were supposed to behave or the things that they were supposed to be interested in. And then I think there was just clearly just a difference. They had a different interests. My son was more physical and athletic, and his friend was much more artistic and sensitive. And I always enjoyed listening to them talk to each other because they were like two old souls, you know, in the way they communicated. The artistic boy, Alex, kind of how Alex is in this story, um, would would talk to, you know, my son in a way that was... Um, not adults, but very kind of had an old soul, like trying to keep them in line in some ways. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was interesting to see as as they got older how they changed and how they communicated and how that was different. And it also it was great for me to be able to talk to my son about as as the relationship changed. You know, because he did come to me at one point and say, "Why does why does he play with dolls?" Most of the other boys don't when my son finally realized it. And it was, a, it was great to be able to talk to him about that and explain that, you know, you had dolls when you were little. You, all, you know, look at your, to- your toy chests filled with not just trucks and balls, but also dolls and things. And so it was, we had a lot of conversations about that, too, as their friendship changed. Do you think, I mean, 18 years is still a long time in history when we think about how things have changed. Do you think things have changed enough now that a friendship like what your son and his friend had when they were small might survive the evolutions of getting older? I think the odds are better now, but I still think we have a ways to go, especially with the way the world is at the moment. I think we do have more tolerance, but there's still, I think an expectation that boys should do one thing and girls should do another. And I don't think we're quite over those stereotypes yet. But I think things are getting getting better. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Anne Stott, who's the author of Want to Play Trucks. And it's a book that basically follows a friendship that Anne's explained was inspired by her son and a friendship he had when he was little. Two very different children playing with different kinds of toys. You could say they're gendered toys. And how they just get on and have a good day and then 
make up their stories along the way. And we're just talking to Anne about what inspired it and how uh, the world has perhaps changed a little bit, but maybe not enough today. With that uh, in mind, Anne, do you have any overall aims with this book? You know, are you in a way trying to help the world become a less gendered place? My reason for writing it was um, not to kind of make a statement. It was really to show how normal and natural it is and can be. Um, You know, kids, when they're very young, don't... They can find common ground in a way that maybe as they get older that they find it more difficult. So I really... It was more about just wanting to make this friendship and this ordinary interaction normal and natural. And that's why, you know, Bob Graham's illustration is perfect for this story because he's so inclusive. The art that he does is so inclusive. Even the characters, the secondary characters in the background, um, there's such a wide variety and diversity. And that is why I thought he was the perfect illustrator for it. Did you get to choose um, to work with Bob and because he is such a beautiful illustrator. Yes, I did. Um, I kind of have an unusual connection um, (laughs) as an author because I also work as a children's book designer and art director. So I've been, you know, looking at Bob's books for a long time and he's always been a favorite of mine. Um, And when I was asked uh, by the publisher, the editor, you know, who did I see illustrating it? He was the first person that came to mind. Um, and I just feel so lucky because he's been a favorite of mine for so long. I just, it, it couldn't be a more perfect match to the text. Um, it's, it's timeless, it's classic. And again, that's another reason why I thought he would be perfect because he made it look like this is always the way it should be. And I think if you pick this book up 10 years, 20 years from now, it would still look current. Yeah, and it's a it's such a beautifully simplistic book but so lovely the message it leaves. Very subtle, but um it's a beautiful book and thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you very much. That was author Anne Stott and her new book Want to Play Trucks is Kindling Story of the Week. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.